Good morning on this beautiful Thursday morning here on Walrus. The sun is shining and even if it wasn't, it would still be a beautiful Thursday as every day on Walrus is a beautiful one because we got our gratitude sorted, folks. We got our gratitude. Listen, folks, I'm not going to stop banging on about this gratitude until every person listening has it firmly built into their routine. Now, is it in your routine? Now, genuinely, is it in your routine yet? Every morning and every evening, just a few lines of affirmation and or gratitude. It's the same thing, really. If you have any gold cards, there's a place, or any of my gold cards, there's a place on there for your gratitude too. So let's all give it a shout out today. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. I can't hear you. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. I can't fucking hear you. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. Come on, each other. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. Come on. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. Now hold on to that thought close to your breast for the rest of the day and shout it out again tonight as you retire for the evening. It's a beautiful Thursday. We're going to get you feeling the gratitude if it's the last thing I do, don't wait until you go through traumas like I have living in your sister-in-law's back bedroom with your wife and three children for five years before you realise how important gratitude is. But remember, be grateful, but there's no contradiction in being grateful and chasing down abundance at the same time. And you know what? That's basically where this episode is going. An inhabitant of Wallace Island sent me a link to a show on Netflix recommending that I watch Beyonce, The Homecoming. Now, it's a a new documentary and musical film showcasing the return of Beyonce to getting back on stage for the first time after an extremely difficult pregnancy. Now, I wasn't expecting to be doing an an episode of the Speed Mentor podcast, and this is episode 104 for the record, um, with me, your host, the, the singing genius, Chief Walrus Gavin Wall. But listen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, number one, that that person suggested I watch a Beyonce movie because of the similarities in our singing prowess. Number two, they're hoping I'll bang out a few Beyonce tunes in this episode, do we Beyonce medley? And number three, we're both recording artists um, at the top of our game, albeit in slightly different fields, one in pop music and the other in podcasting. I think those are the three reasons why you think that that person sent me the link to that um, show. But upon watching the documentary, or, or maybe I should call it a rockumentary, have I, ju- I think I've just created a new word there. I'm, I'm not sure. Answers on the postcard, please. So a rock show and a documentary, a rockumentary. Anybody else? No, it's new to me anyway. There are so many powerful themes in this rockumentary. Women returning to work after pregnancy and birth. Watching it just hit home to me, the difficulties that women um, have in that situation. And also confirmed to me Um, That which I have no doubt that men, including me, have virtually no understanding of how difficult that whole process is. Even even when we're married, potentially, or in partners uh, with with women who've been through that, sometimes it takes you to see it elsewhere. To really even see it. I don't know. Do you understand what I mean, folks? Now, the the knock 
The knock to women's confidence, the changes in body shape, how tough the birth is, the knowledge gap returning to work, postnatal depression, the loss of opportunity as other, others progress when you're on maternity leave and so many other associated issues. Now, Beyonce is pretty open about her difficulties getting back to the mental and physical shape to be at the top of her game. Um, and she put in eight months of slog just for one two-hour, well, it was for two two-hour performances uh, at the Coachella Festival. Um, so that that's how tough eight months of slog after coming back from difficult pregnancy. She, she she actually said, in order to meet my goal, I'm limiting myself to no bread, no carbs, no sugar, no dairy, no meat, no fish, no alcohol. In fact, I'm going to let you into a wee secret. That's what I do four weeks before an event such as the Unstoppable Mindset event or Speed Mentor Retreat to get myself in peak shape. I actually really go really, really clean on my diet because I want to have good sleep. I want to be well rested and I want to be able to deliver. So that's not an unusual thing. You should maybe do that in your own lives too. But back to Beyonce now, her amazing workload and trying to balance that with a great, as well as being a great mother and a great wife and a great daughter to her parents. Now, you, it's fascinating. Go and watch this show. Um, you can see the mini victory and the gratitude she has when she could fit into one of her outfits about six weeks out from her performance at Coachella. Interestingly, she was meant to play Coachella in 2017, but she fell pregnant. And just for those of you who don't know, I suppose culturally, Coachella, it's a bit like the American Glastonbury, only it's in California. Um, so there's no need for the wellies and it's a little bit more glam. Now, she's definitely hitting strongly in, in, in the show. She's definitely hitting strongly on behalf of her own constituency, as it were, banging the drum for the most oppressed group in America. as She sees it, the black women. Um, she's really overt on that message, but as with everything Beyonce does, it's sweet enough um, so the mass market um, can take it and embrace it. Uh, no feathers were really ruffled when she's putting that message out. But remember how often I said to you, to you all on these podcasts, when you're trying to create your own, this is something we can learn from Beyonce, when you're trying to create your own followers or believers, think about what constituency you re- represent. Or, or can be a voice for. Now, it doesn't have to be anything with uh, perhaps a political connotation. Uh, for me, it was North Belfast at the start of my journey. Now, it's a country, a whole country I'm trying to inspire. For you, it might be your local club or your local town or your profession or a charity that you're creating meetups for, you're trying to inspire, you're raising up. And then you can build from there on upon what you've created for that voice for others. And maybe you'll have your own beehive or your own Walrus Island one day. I might even let the beehive come and do our festival on Walrus one day if she keeps knocking out the good stuff. So there's a powerful message about the constituency running through her, her concert and the things she does, which is hard to ignore. But for me, what absolutely oozes from every pore of Beyonce is that... She has an unshakable belief that she has an obligate now an obligation to maximize the gifts that she's been given. And she actually mentions it clearly in the documentary. She says that God has blessed her, and all of us, in her view, we owe a duty to repair repay that by maximizing every talent we've got. Now that doesn't have to come from God, that belief. That can just come from you feel you owe an obligation to yourself and your family that you maximise your talents. And I can tell you from spending two hours watching her performance at Conchella, he certainly maximised it. It was unbelievable performance and the show, it was really, really enjoyable. Now, each and every one of us has the same level of obligation, whether it be to God, 
if you believe in God, or simply to ourselves, as I've stated, to maximise those gifts. And that's why I started the episode with gratitude and affirmation for the gifts that we have. Now, let's be frank with each other. Are we doing that today? Are we doing that today? Is today this beautiful Thursday that we're experiencing? Are we going to maximise our gifts today? Or are we going to just dial it in as usual? I can tell you, Beyonce never dials it in. And that's why she's on that show. That's why people love her. Oh, and just while I'm talking about this stuff, I want to make one additional point of my own. I hear a lot of smack talk that we should be working smarter and not harder. That we should be working smarter and not harder. I want to put that one to bed right away. I've touched upon this once or twice before. For every deluded person who thinks that that has meaning, that there is another person who is working smarter Uh, For every person who thinks that that has a meaning, there is another person out there who is working smarter and harder. Like seriously, I have a pretty good idea about most of this shit. And do you think that Beyonce or anyone else striving for success is going to stop at 40 hours per week or that old rubbish, the four hour work week and leave a whole load of opportunity on the table so that someone else with less application or less talent or less nous but who's prepared to work harder can come along and hoover it up. Eyes the fuck up. Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> Beyonce's not going to say, ah, oh, do you know what? I've worked so smart. I'm just going to cut it off there at 40 hours. And see that old Conchella thing that's out there? Ach, look, if I, if I turn up there half hours, I'm sure nobody's going to notice. Look at the impact it has. People are doing podcasts. It's so amazing what she did there. I'm doing a podcast about it. The world talks about it because you put it in. Now, so watch the two-hour documentary and you will see one of the most talented artists in the world working with her team for eight months to nail a two-hour concert. Um, Even if you've got it all going on in your mind, you still got to do the grind. There's no escape from that stuff, folks. I know you'll all get great inspiration from the Speed Mentor podcast, but I'm not afraid to guide you to other good resources out there that are showcasing the really good stuff. And it doesn't always have to be, this is really important folks, it doesn't always have to be specific personal development literature. The good stuff is everywhere around us when we look for it. Now it's funny because I'm usually giving off about box sets on Netflix, but you're getting a Bible on this one. Good motivation can be found anywhere and this is definitely a good example of that. Now, more people will probably go to Netflix to watch something like I Married a Transsexual Serial Killer. This is a true story because they like to feed their minds with shite and the bad stuff. But this is the good stuff. The music is great too, by the way, but I'm sure you probably knew that already. So personal development isn't about the 20 minutes a day that we allocate for a podcast or to read before we go to bed or the meditation that we do. And the depressing thing is that most people aren't even spending 20 minutes a day on personal development. No, it's about all of the choices that we make every day. It's about the choices of what we watch, what we listen to, what we read, what we touch, what we feel, what we eat. Spend more time making positive and uplifting choices. And this show is a belter in that department. You will come away wanting to be more of that, I have no doubt. There's another powerful message and it's for the mothers returning to the workplace after giving birth. Beyonce had twins a very difficult pregnancy, high blood pressure and other complications, and then an emergency C-section when the heartbeat of one of her babies stopped during birthing. Now her struggle to get physically fit after twins and surgery, she describes that in great detail. She describes the spasms 
and her inability to make her body do the things that it used to do before she gave birth to the twins. I'm sure many of our female listeners will remember how that feels. And that got me thinking particularly about my wife, Helen, who had three very difficult births, including a 37-hour labour, including forceps, including suction. These are all on each of the babies, including umbilical cord around the neck of one of the um, children, uh, including uh, meconium birth, uh, including a shoulder dystoxia, which just about we escaped. Uh, um, and she did this all natural with no C-sections. Now, one of them definitely should have been a C-section. She was cut below from left to right to centre. And it got me thinking. It got me a wee bit emotional, actually. And she, uh, Helen, uh, I know you're probably not listening, but you really, truly are my hero. And it's a pity that it had to be Beyonce to remind me of that sometimes, but we get our reminders in all sorts of different forms. And that really remind me that you truly are my hero. Uh, and did I mention, actually, did I even mention that one of our babies was 10 pounds and 11 ounces on top of all that, having gone through all that stuff? And I say, watching Beyonce um, show remind me of all the sacrifices um, and pain that Helen went through for our family. So here's a big shout out uh, to you, my love. And for all the other men who are listening to this podcast, go and watch uh, that show. And I might remind you of some of the sacrifices that um, your partner or wife has actually also made um, during childbirth and might bring you a wee bit closer together. Look, I know all along... All that emotional stuff, there we go, that's, that's it. Look, I know all along that you've, what you've really been waiting for. Since I mentioned that I was doing an episode about Beyonce, I know what you've been waiting for. You've been waiting for a song, but you're not getting one. Beyonce is most definitely in the wrong octave for me, um, and I just couldn't do justice to the Beehive. And you know I don't like doing the songs that are in the, rock, in the wrong octave. Now, I'm sure none of the Walrusians listening will be thinking the following, but just in case anyone from Dickhead Island has accidentally managed to tune into the show, I want to say that if any bastard is listening and thinking, fuck, it's okay for Beyonce, she's got it all, she's got the look, she's got the talent, she's got the money, she's got the wealthy husband, you need to put your own prejudices to the side. That's your envy coming out there. That's got fuck all to do with her. Her dedication to her craft is unbelievable. She's such a servant servant to her audience and to her craft that she isn't prepared to leave anything to chance she 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 does the prep the training she was burning 2,000 calories per day from the training and the dancing the dad all completed her and she did all of that like her life depended on it she said in fact there were days that I thought I'd never be the same I'd never be the same physically my strength and endurance would never be the same after the pregnancy she admits that she probably pushed too hard on this occasion and that she would never do it again but she sets the standard for all of us the bay standard the bay standard she has got all of that talent and money and wealth and husband and look she's had struggles in that department as well she's got all of that because she commits She's a servant to all of it. Now, I just want to give a shout out to something else here. Uh, you can continue the conversation with me on social um, uh, if you watch the, the show on Netflix. But I, I just, there was something that really struck me and it'll be interesting to see if you think the same thing. There were all sorts of body shapes and sizes involved in her troupe of dancers. Now, normally we just get the, you know, the usual one size fits all um, of dancers, but she had dozens of dancers and there were all sorts of um, what would be plus size dancers no doubt there were plus size dancers now they were all physically fit 
Um, but there were plus da- size dancers there, quite a number of them, and that was actually great to see, a greater representation of, of certainly her tribe and of all of us in, in society. Now, there you have it. Never, ever get complacent, and Beyonce isn't complacent. Work hard and smart. Give a voice to others. Strive for perfection. Show your gratitude for your talents, and then, most importantly, make the most of them. And for us men, be grateful and more conscious of the efforts uh, that women put in for us and the strains they face when they return to their workforce. And I know I said I wasn't going to do you that song, but I know you want it. So, here it goes. Are you ready? If I were a boy I think I could understand How it feels to love a girl I'd swear I'd be a better man I'd listen to her Cause I know how it hurts When you lose the one you wanted Cause he's taken you for granted And everything you had got destroyed if I were a boy Do you know what I really want to do? I want to crack into a bit of Say my name, say my name Say my name, say my But I think that's Destiny Child and not Strictly Beyonce So I'm, so I'm not going to bless you with that one today So on to other matters Have you left me the review and subscription you promised me yet? Just like 73 T McGee did um, with their review titled Alcohol and the review goes like this wee five star review great to listen to a preach free no bullshit open honest and witty account of one man's divorce from alcohol and all the benefits being reaped since booze free for seven months myself so this one resonated a relatable break from the copycat norm glad I found this uh, absolute pleasure there um, 73 T McG um, there's never any bullshit on this show and it's always from my experience and never copycatted. Now, if you want to shout out on the pod, just hit me up with your review on your podcast platform and I'll immortalise you on the show. So, folks, there you have it for another day. Beyonce sets a standard in her industry. It's truly amazing her level of dedication. She never settles. Have a little think about whether you're really applying yourself or not and whether you do a bit more going forward to reach the goals just like Beyonce. It's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.